on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. Six after four. Good morning, everybody. Welcome along to High Tide, heading for a top of 20 degrees in Sydney, 25 in Brisbane. Can you believe this is winter? The forecast for Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay looks this way. West to southwesterly winds below 10 knots, becoming east to southeasterly about 10 knots in the middle of the day, then becoming northeasterly in the evening. Seas below 0.5. Offshore, looking good, variable below 10 knots, but uh, seas below 0.5 of a metre, the swell southerly at one metre. Alan Blake, I can't go sailing in that. Good morning to you. Good morning. Of course you can go sailing in that. You just don't go very fast. You just don't go very fast. It's good for you. Get whisker pole out. Go for, go for it. Good day for boating. It is good a day. great day for That's it. That's what it's all about. It's getting there. So we're going to boat show in winter, come out in springtime. And everything's turning green. Things are starting to blossom. Even down to Tasmania on the week. Uh, during the week, everything was blossoming and carrying on down there, and it was still bloody cold. The birds up our way are getting frisky. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. starting. There's a They'll all, all be getting under the eaves and nesting everywhere and making a mess. Oh, there's one better. My landlord's filled up uh, a hole in a tree with some uh, foamy stuff um, yeah. to stop you know animals getting in. And one of the cockatoos has thought, this, if I do a bit of excavation, <laughs> will make a great nest. So he's ripped it all to pieces. <laughs> <on him. laughs> I love it. It's amazing how much the cockies can do. We get black cockatoos up at home all the time, and I've got a tree with these big pine nuts on them, and they just rip the little oh, half-inch yeah. branches off all the time with that. They'll yeah. make a big mess. Yeah. They're good birds. They're, they're great. They're great fun. They uh, And we've got uh, rainbow lorikeets that hang around up oh, there okay. too, which is which is awesome. We, we do tend to feed them only when it's raining, though. I was going to ask how they taste. <laughs> feed them, not feed on them. <laughs> Oh, okay. Although you're giving me ideas, that'd be no, 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 no. Let's not, let's not do a Kieran. Good morning, Kieran. I know he'll be listening. He's on the sick list today. He's still in hospital. Um, did the right thing, shooting him off the off the hospital last Saturday. But hopefully, he'll be out in the next couple of days. He did the right thing by not uh, not bucking up against it. I don't get any choice in the matter. Yeah, he um, he he was quite uh, receptive to it. So I, I give him credit for that. I give him absolute credit for that. Do we have some tides for today, dear well, sir? We do, thank you. I was just going to say good morning to Lenny as well. Uh, he's on the sick list, but I think he is getting better. So good morning, Lenny. Uh, there was a high tide at 3.17am, 1.14. There's a low at 8.54 this morning, 0.65, followed by a high this afternoon at 3.45, 1.58, and a low this evening at 10.49pm, 0.53 of a metre. How's that? Sounds very nice. 
You know what? You know what also sounds very nice. What? Theblakesmarine.com.au special for this week. Ah, Stacey four nine nine Crossfire with a ninety horsepower Suzuki. Ninety horsepower. We're kicking yeah. up. See, yeah, kicking yeah. up. Oh, people with those Crossfires designed as a family fun. Uh, fishing, skiing, do whatever you want to do type of thing. So yeah. It's an open boat with a side console, but it has the bow cushions on each side. Uh, covered bow cushions for you, Grant. Thank you. So it's got all the gear and all the bits and pieces. An SE pack, which is a special edition. So it's got all the fruit. It's got hydraulic steering. It's got everything in it. So uh, definitely worth having a look at. They're normally uh, just on $51,000, 50990 But you go in today and say, hey, I listened to listen to Alan on high tide. He said I'm going to have a 49990 so that's what we'll do for you. And there is only one of them available. Yeah, there's one in one. stock. So if you want it, you need it to be quick. And with the weather warming up, you definitely want it. It's got the sounders. It's got all the gear in it. It's got LED navigation lights too, Grant. <clears throat> Absolute must. Absolute must. On trailer must. registration, safety gear, everything you need ready to go. And it's a good family fun. But it's got a bimini as well too, so it's got coverage. Yeah, and marine battery. Yes. Not a standard car battery. They're, they are different. They are oils, very, very different. Oils ain't oils. Yes. Salt. There's a reason why they've got marine and they cost a touch more than the road-going yes. machines. That's Some people tell you, that. oh, that's a load of rubbish. It's not a load of rubbish. You put a car battery in, it will die. Yeah. The boats don't have suspension like a car. So every time you hit a wave, they... They pound a little bit. And what happens with that is on a, on a normal battery, when it's got the sulfate on the outside of it, that falls off and falls in the bottom. Once you get enough in the <laughs> bottom, the t- yeah, the t- <laughs> touches the two elements, it's all over. With the marine, they're in a pocket, so they're captive. Now, when we, when I went to, um, when I was doing my old electrical apprenticeship, it was no big drama because you'd just turn on the little blower, you'd melt down all the tar around the side, you'd pull out the cell, you'd clean it off and back in it would go and the thing would be right for another 100000 but you can't do that anymore. No. Can't no. do that. There's actually a push, you know, um, and it's not to do with boats and batteries, but with electronic products that they um, that manufacturers make them more acceptable for people to do their own repairs on. Good luck with that, eh? Uh, well, as, as uh, the old days, you used to get all sorts of spares with your car and hand or just valves and tablets yeah. and things like that. Nowadays, do not touch. Yes, yes. <laughs> Take Imagine t- litigation. Oh, but you told me this is how to do it, and I did it. Well, mm. there's that, that – Whether I don't know if it's urban – Urban myth or, or fact that the guy that bought the RV set it on cruise control and went back to make a cup of coffee and then sued because the, the car crashed. You have a look at the warning labels on everything nowadays. It's basically what it is. <laughs> Once upon a time, you'd get the car manual. It was about oh, half a millimetre thick. Now yeah. it's about five millimetres thick, but it's all to do with... Warnings. Warnings. <laughs> warnings. Are we really that bad? Are we? we are. Look, we are. It, but part of the problem is the legal society, the only self-perpetuating uh, job out there. Yeah. They make more arguments to cost you more money than get in the pub and have a drink together. So, hey, what else can we do? <laughs> I'm cynical, aren't I? Did you get out during the week at all? I did, actually. Well, I've been to Hobart since uh, yeah. last Saturday. Um, we went for a trip down uh, as Yamaha because uh, Pentecott Wilderness Tours uh, run Yamaha Motors. We're down with Yamaha. And he's got 50-odd boats. So, uh, and most of them are triples or, or doubles. So uh, he uses lots and lots of Yamaha. So we went out to Bruny Island there and went to South East Cape and uh, had a look at the seals out there and what oh, was going on. Nice. And these interesting boats, they're uh, 42 footers, carry uh, 42 people. A two crew, two and a half ton of fuel, uh, three two hundred and fifty horsepower motors on the back, um, and birds about one hundred and twenty liters an hour, 
at 5,000 RPM. So it's about 28, 30 miles an hour. And uh, quite good things. He was saying he swapped across from, he had Verados on there before, they were all Verados, and they're having lots of problems. His bottom line has increased by approximately $1 million per year yeah. since he swapped to Yamaha because he doesn't have the breakdowns and the engines last longer. So that's fairly significant. Yeah. You know, that averages back to, what, $20,000 a boat? Mm-hmm. Less in maintenance and carry on for the year. And that's a commercial application. And he runs them for about 4,000 hours each and then sells them and puts new motors on them. So uh, it's a good ad for Yamaha. Yeah, it is a very good ad. Uh, later on in the program, just after 6 o'clock tonight, uh, this morning, uh, tonight. Today. <laughs> today. Yesterday. Tomorrow. It's a bit like that. It's been one of those weeks. The wind farm proposal. Yeah, I'm still in two minds. It's like anything else. You've got to have them somewhere. Well, you might change your mind after we catch up with uh, Tony Bradford, who's the president of the Newcastle and Port Stephens Game Fishing Club. He has got some intel on exactly what they're planning. And, (laughs) yeah... Let's. If it comes in in any way, shape, or form, let's hope it doesn't come in the okay. way it's planned. Why? Do, why do they pick on putting it in that particular spot anyway? Is it close to power where they get to? Or what do they do? Well, we'll find out. We'll find out after six. It's interesting because yeah, it's 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 a hard one. Um, yeah. Do we go with solar? Do we go with wind? Why don't we use tide? Put them underwater, but then you got to muck up the fish anyway. Mm. There's always nuclear, like the rest of the world. Yeah. Whoa, geez. Nuclear. What a great idea that yeah. is. Well, I haven't ever thought of that. Yeah. What that well, yeah. We'll see where... Oh, a, we can put it in submarines, can't we? We can have it in yeah, submarines. Yeah, in submarines, but, it's fine. In in visiting submarines, that's fine, oh. as long as we're nuclear-free. Oh. Remember all those signs that used to say nuclear-free <laughs> back in the <laughs> 70s and the 80s? All gone now. Yeah. All gone now. Yeah, and look, you know, yeah, look, there's nothing that's that's environmentally friendly about using nuclear, too, because you've got the waste to consider. But... Overall, is it? My question would be: Is it the best of a bad group of options? Do we sell all the yellow cake to overseas to let them use it? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. It's, it's like, not in the environment. Oh, it's in a different atmosphere. Yeah, okay. It's in a different environment. It's like selling the gas overseas and selling the coal overseas and all that. It's fine to do that, but don't use it in Australia. Okay. We're going to do something different after the break. We're going to come back and talk fishing. Stick with us on high tide. Talking sport, weekdays from three. There's been recommendations that we've got to put a statue up in this. Why? I came fourth. I want to make sure that nobody forgets what our Socceroos did at the World Cup. Only just beaten by the world champions of the men's game. On the statue, saw the Matildas. Yeah. Number four, think it's a bit of virtue signalling. Weekdays from three. Steve E says, as we're about to go to a break, evening Mr Hughes or in Spanish, that would be buenas noches, <laughs> senor. <laughs> Thank you, Graham, for yet another tip. Tip onto the soccer bit with the kids. Yeah. One of my mate's kids was, was pretty good, you know, and it costs so much if you're into the reps. Oh, yeah, it's massive. Once you step up, it costs thousands. Listen, I, um, I love you. Is of the goats of all radio, I reckon. We, we often talk about like rather than love, uh, Jim, but anyway. Yeah, such a strong word, love. I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2SM. Talking sport. Finance Easy understands that recent times may have been uncertain for business owners and they'll make it simple to get you finance at competitive rates. Finance Easy takes the hassle out of borrowing money, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. 
No more meetings with bank managers, no reams of paperwork, just a few clicks on the website. Visit financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit licence number 392182. When you take Arborvitae to help you manage arthritis and other aches and pains, you can do so with absolute confidence. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. To order online or to find the location of your nearest Arborvitae stockist, go to Arborvitae. That's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U. Or you can phone Arborvitae on 1300 879 863. 1300 879-863. G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coates, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an excavator. Or even a power drill. <laughs> what is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coates or Bunnings Warehouse. Coates, equipped for anything. You can turn your wedding or other group function into a memorable special occasion at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks Clubhouse is the perfect venue for any group get-together, party or celebration. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Helpful Function Staff on 9670 Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSuperNetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Welcome back to High Tide. Time of that day now where I have to apologise, Mr Blake, to somebody. You see... I went out on Thursday night, catch up with a few friends and have a few quiet drinks, and there was a muso playing in the background. And the next minute, James Morrison walks in with a couple of trumpets and decided to play. And I thought, how good's my life going? I need to share this with somebody. So I bombarded Brad Ekman from Renegade Blue Water Charters. Brad, how are you? <laughs> good, mate. Yourself? How are you? I apologise for the other night, but I wanted to share, and you were, you were my victim. <laughs> That's no, all good. I can handle that. It's, oh. it, it's also called only friend. It could be that. Could be that. Could be that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, only friend, do tell us how has the fishing been up your way? Uh, it's been a little bit mixed at the moment. The yellowfin tuna have gone off the bite. The water's sort of changed and moved on, and um, the snapper fishing in the hundred metre line around the farm is really really good at the moment there's some really good catches a good snapper and there's some nice kingfish and the inshore reefs they're a little bit slow with the cold water but the channel at Swansea is fishing extremely well for Ludrick and there's been a lot of salmon in there as well and the salmon have been moving into Belmont Bay in the lake and down in the lake a bit further around Bar Island and there's been a quite a few flathead in the deeper water areas around Pool Bar Island lately too. Hey, Alan, I've got to tell you, it's um, <clears throat> when Brad says on the weekend, I'm going out fishing on Monday. I can't wait to get out amongst it. And then I send him a uh, message on Tuesday. How'd you go? Next question. 
terrible. Even the experts cop it, my friend. Even the experts cop it. But that's been the that's been the report, uh, pretty much up and down the coast that that things tuna wise are starting to just tip over that edge at the moment. Yeah, I was yeah, I've seen the water charts and they're a little bit to the northeast and you know, they're quite a way out now, but they'll come back again soon enough anyway, I hope. Let's keep our fingers crossed. And then Blakey, you got any questions you want to grill him with? Oh, no, just uh, what are you looking for in your charts, Brad, when you're talking about um, where they're going and what's happening? Uh, you like a temperature break in, and a current break as well. Like you sort of try and line them up and where the current sort of break is and then there's a temperature break there and preferably over the edge of the continental shelf you know you're going to have a good day when everything lines up with that. You know, you want the slack water and um, on the edge of the two current lines and the temperature change as well. And there'll be bait fish and it'll all be happening in them areas it will be. And so you, would you suggest to people when they go out and you see the two different types of water and you see the line between it, do you fish over the top of it or do you go one side or the other or what do you normally do? Uh, I, I go both sides and have a look. I prefer to go on the easterly side normally. If yeah. you know, it depends on the temperature. If there is, if, you know, if one side's warmer than the other, you'll you'll go on the warmer water side of the current line. Right. And yeah, that's yeah. Always, you know, just look for the birds. There's always going to be some sort of action around there. Okay. Yeah, it's just people see that. You know, they often see a line out going out in the ocean somewhere. They're trying to work out what it is, but it's actually the two different currents in a thermocline, isn't it? Yes, that's absolutely right. Yes, and some of them. If there's a deep water canyon or a bottom feature as well, there'll be an upwelling of, you know, it'll be pushing up bait yeah. fish and everything as well. So it's sort of, you know, it's a little bit complicated there. And there's always action there, you know, when that's sort of happening. It is, that's for sure. So would you, would, you be, would you be expecting it to pick up again anytime soon, Brad, or do you think that's pretty much it for the short term? Uh, I think it'll pick up again. Like, yeah, you know, it might be two weeks or a week or, or a week or it could be a month, but it'll come back again, that's for sure. Cool, cool. Okay, if people want to book with uh, Renegade Blue Water Charters, 0437 389 That's the number to call. And just ring him if you're in a pub somewhere having a drink. Just, no. Yeah, if you're in a pub somewhere and James Morrison walks in the front door, just give him a ring. Doesn't matter what time of night, I can assure you. It's <laughs> all good fun, that's for sure. Brad, Bradley, thank you very much for your time. Do appreciate it. Thanks, Bradley. Thank you, thank you very much, gentlemen. Take it easy. And don't thank forget you. they are on socials too. Uh, Renegade Blue Water Charters on all the socials, Facebook and Instagram. Go and check them out. We'll be back with more of High Tide in just a few moments. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. I was sent out as my first radio interview of a politician and it was Bob Hawkey. Anyway, when the official stuff was over, they called me into this room and there he was and he said, do you want a cup of tea? I said, yes please. He said, get him a cup of tea, Hazel. And we had a good old chat. He was just like you said, he was one of us. Talk tonight has Sydney talking. The no vote is not, yep. oh, vote no, oh man, you know, I've yep. got to live for now. Up another six months. Mm. People are making all these different innuendos and making this mountain out of a molehill from what it really is. If you don't know, vote no, says the no campaign. How dumb do you think we are? Gary Stewart, 18-year-old pussycat. 
Yes, and I'm feeding seven others, and for six weeks I did not feed those cats, right? Yep. They still do not leave. Oh, they love you. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. Bendix General CT brake pads are the everyday braking solution with stealth advanced technology for smoother, quieter, more comfortable driving. Blue titanium stripe technology eliminates the bedding in process, while noise absorbing shims reduce vibration and noise. For improved stopping performance, low dust, low rotor wear, and enhanced durability, ask for Bendix General CT brake pads at your next service. Bendix. Put your foot down with confidence. The world needs natural resources to build and power our future. For 25 years, Glencore has mined the coal, metals and minerals that advance everyday life, that power our homes and businesses and are used in almost everything around us, from electric cars to smartphones and smart homes. Making Glencore one of the world's largest mining companies you've probably never heard of. For more, visit glencore.com.au. Glencore. Advancing everyday life. Next time you consider exploring the unknown, think about upping your game and taking your adventure to the next level with Maxxis tyres. With a range of four-wheel drive patterns, including the popular Maxxis Razor, we've got you covered to make sure you get the ultimate adventure every time. Maxxis tyres. Check out the range today at maxxistires.com.au. That's M-A-X-X-I-S. Maxistires.com.au Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit Ridges.com or you can call Zero seven five six one nine eight one nine eight. This is two SM Sydney. More of High Tide on Two SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is twenty-seven minutes after four here on High Tide. Looking at a windy at the moment, uh, nice and calm offshore. Not a great deal of wind, just nine knots at the moment. We'll take a quick look at the waves there. They're coming out of the south of Point Six at uh, with a seven-second period. And down around uh, Ulladulla, between Ulladulla and Wollongong, there is a nice little eddy that's running down from Sydney and then just loops out off the coast and should stir things up a little bit. I wonder how, if how do you know it's not an Edwina? It could be an Edwina. Well, it should be. It should be non-gender specific. Yes, yes. <laughs> Good morning, Ross O'Brien. How are you? Morning, mate. Isn't it a wonderful, wonderful day? It is a very wonderful day. You're not cold this morning? No, mate. No, I had the fire on all night. (laughs) I was going to say. I was going to say. Not like you. (laughs) Uh, 12 degrees down there, mate. That's uh, double what it was uh, during the week. So must be due for some rain, eh? No, no rain for a couple. Oh, look, you might get a sprinkle. That's about it, but... Yeah, when, you're for, when, hey, when your forecasts are variable about 10 knots, see below one on a southerly sweat of about one, and mostly sunny, I can live with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, got a, we've got, according to this, we've got west, northwest, 11 knots. Yep. 
Uh, no, sorry, six knots. That's better. And seven knot gusts. So yeah. it's just very, very still down here. It's quite eerie, actually. <laughs> Not used to it, you know. <laughs> quite eerie. Uh, well, one waiting for someone to jump out from behind one of the trees, you know. Are they getting any fish uh, down there? They have been, mate. Yeah, they had a pretty good week, but I was listening to the boys there talking about, the last gentleman talking about out wide. Uh, the same down here, they seem to have quietened down a bit. Uh, they're still getting the odd um, uh, thing, and um, uh, oh, what's the other thing they catch out there? Fish, I can't think of the name. But anyway, they're doing all right out there, but it's very spasmodic. They go out one day and there's nothing. They go out the next day and they pick up a couple of tuna, you know? So it's just where you are at the time, I think. Um, you know, they're, they're going past, but they're not uh, not performing as the way you'd expect. A lot of that's to do with the current, as the previous gentleman said. And, you know, you know that too, Alan. Yes. Um, you know, they're very susceptible to current because they follow it. You know, yeah. that's where their food chain is. So um, maybe a little bit of groundwork on the on the charts and have a look at that before you head out. But in close, there's plenty of fish, mate. They're, they're really going well down here. I'm a bit envious, actually. Yeah. Um, with, the, with the flood in particular, there's some photos on the web this morning of a boat with some really good-looking flathead. I mean, up around 65, 68. Um Good stuff, good stuff. Um, so they're, you know, so they're there. They were in the lake. They're in Minamara. They're out the front of Brangoon. They're out to at least 30 fathoms. And then if you get out to 60 fathoms, the big kings are there. So uh, worth, worth a fish today, particularly with the conditions today, you know. Why would you stay at home and mow the lords when you can be out there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's called brownie points. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I I got a bucket full of them, mate. Yeah, go, coming or going? Both. Both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they tend to evaporate. Yeah. They do have a oh, use by date on them. I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I said they do have a use-by date on them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> We're going to get no, in trouble. Um, it, 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 is a, it is a good... Uh, it's a good time this time of the year, actually. The, you know, the, well, the flathead have been here all year round, but flathead have come, come on right on tune, as usual. And, yeah, it's just... You know, if you can put up a bit of a cold and that, you, you're going to get a damn good feed. Yeah. So, definitely worth putting the boat in. But uh, I've got to make a comment about those um, whirly gigs they want to put in the ocean, right? <laughs> the wind farms, yes. Yeah, whirly gig things. They're a bit right. bigger than whirly gigs when you see them getting towed down the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've... Um, like I, I used to go down down the coast inland uh, when I had the race cars out, and you come across I, I can't think of the name. I don't know if it's Goulburn or it's further down, but here's the yeah, monstrosity. it's just south just south of Goulburn, I think it is. Yep. Yeah, there's this monstrosity sitting on the on the horizon, you know, and 
also put more God. I'm glad they don't put them in the ocean. And here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, you always tell me how hard the wind blows at your place. You'd be quite oh, yeah, candidate mate, for one. They've had more gigawatts and gigawatts and maggots. <laughs> <laughs> That is the one negative one negative thing about where where you live because of the mountain range and the way it sort of branches out towards the coast. If you've got a southerly uh, coming up from about now all the way up to Kiama, it's an acceleration zone there, and it can really get up. It's incredible. Well, I you know I've seen them out in the ocean, and, and you know uh, they. they and they let them fish around them in England. They're the other ones that got off the yeah up in up in Ireland, they've got them as well. Yeah, and and they let the fishermen go out and fish around them. Yeah. So I know we yeah. won't be able to do that here. No, no, we'll find we out. Get stopped from doing everything. We'll find out more about that after six o'clock when we catch yeah, up with I'm, Troy. I'm, it's I'm interesting. Might, you're talking. I might stay awake for that actually. <laughs> 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 Going to say, Blake? Oh, it's interesting that uh, you know we, we worry about you know anchoring around things. Well, that, that's some of their reasons. They say you can't use it because you know people anchoring and causing cables. And I was listening the other day to one of the islands, and they're saying they're down to reduced power because it's got two cables running from the mainland, and one of them's got an anchor stuck in it. Managed <laughs> <laughs> to pierce it, and they've Ooh. only got one power cable. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. I don't think I'd like. So to it be... does happen. Oh yeah, I can't get this anchor up. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Not coming. It's stuck oh, on something. Are... Just whack it in reverse. Keep going. Oh, the lights are gone out. <laughs> what was that? Don't worry. Keep going. They, that, they were on about it down here now, you know. It's on the news. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, like I had some pommies on board, and they were telling me about them over there. And they said they're allowed to fish under them, but it's too eerie for some people. You get out of there and there's this... <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't take you long to tell if that comes undone. I'm in deep poo poo here. So, uh, what I found. Not many people fish in there now, but that's, that's the start they did. What I found really interesting, and not something I can put a conclusion to, but I'll just say yeah. it as it is. During the week, I chased up marine biologists in the UK, and I chased up yes. four in the United States of America, because on the East Coast, they're having the same debate at the moment. And the debate is yes. the numbers of uh, whales um, beaching themselves has increased almost one a day, right, yes. on the East Coast. Um, yes. And they the the theory or people are saying that it's because of wind farms i could not get one single biologist to come on and talk to us because they don't want to touch topics like that yeah but also if you look right. at the population of the whales are growing exponentially yeah, as well that was so is was it the same out. relative percentage to percentage to what they are yeah yeah, well, uh, there's no budget for it, so they can't make any grants out of that. So they're not going to talk about it. No, 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 that, no pun intended. They, um, that's they, the other thing. That's the other thing that's come to mind. How much this 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 thing they're putting out there? These things um, generate the electricity at what one third the cost of what it is now, or something? Yeah, something right? like that. Yeah. Isn't we going to have a one-third discount? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. Just like and when they privatise insurance, third-party insurance, uh, you know, CTPs, yeah. it'll be cheaper. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that was a, that's another joke on them. I've got a bridge if you want to buy it, mate. 
It's really good. A, a bridge on. for a sale? Bridge, yeah, Harbour Bridge. A but bridge. hang on, that's the same. Remember, you, there was all these arguments about paying so much for registration. Oh, we'll make it all toll roads with private companies. So you're paying yeah. more. They've got to make their yeah, profit. Well, no, they're selective on that too because, and down his way, the Berry Bypass, yeah. no toll on that. No, no. No toll on that. Look at the North Connects and all that and the West Connects yeah, and all that. And trucks, you've we'll got to use We'll smash the people at Sydney and we'll, yeah. we'll force, we'll find the trucks if, if they, they don't use that's it. That's right. But, you know, yeah. if you're in the, in the town of the Blue Sea of Berry, you don't worry about but it. But the trucks won't put their prices <laughs> up. They, they, they'll, they'll wear that. Well, they can't. They yeah. can't wear the prices. Yeah, I remember the day they finished the toll on the road up to Sydney. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that too. Remember? They, yeah. There was huge. They, they had wasn't, sledgehammers and all the booze. Wasn't, wasn't that a toll because people silly enough to go down south have to pay extra? Yeah, about that, yeah. tax. Roscoe, can I grab a fish report off you, buddy? Sorry? Can I grab a fish report off you? A what? Oh, yeah, sorry. We got off track a bit, didn't we? Look, honestly, go anywhere down here at Mug, you're going to get a free. The flathead are just incredible. I've never seen a better season for flathead at the moment. It's just insane. A lot of snapper around, but you've got to go out a bit wide for them now, out around 30 plus fathoms, that is. Um, and the big king flathead are out at the 60 fathom mark, like they are every year. Further south, uh, on the, uh, they are further south. So if you start at the southern end and drift up through it, you'll get good big tigers, and then you'll drop into the snapper and... Uh, Mowies and all the sorts of stuff at the end of it. But um, I, I prefer the king, the thingies, or the, the big ones. I reckon they're good. They're, they're sweet. And because they're out so deep in the water, they're not eating rubbish, so they haven't got any uh, taste, uh, you know, any, uh, what's the word? Uh, some of the in-close ones get a, a sort of a metal taste in them. Okay. Um, Iodine type out, taste, yeah. Yeah, but out on the out on sixty-seven, they're just cream as a whistle, and they're really good eating. And mate, yeah, if you caught, catch two of them, that, that's it. You feed your family for four people. Yeah, the fillets are that long, you know. Um, they're just a beautiful, different look and flavour, but. Having said that, to all those guys that want to race out now and catch some tiger flathead, they have teeth. Right? So when you go to take your hook out, be very, very careful. <laughs> that's that's my community warning for today. Yeah, no, they really are. They're savage, mate. They just clench and hang on. Um, the snapper out there have been a good size, too. Okay. Um, that 60 fathom reef runs forever. Right. It goes right down past Gerringong, down through, even further down towards the farm, even. Um, uh, it, it varies along the way. You get dips and dies. But if you can, it's on the charts. If you've got a chart, just look at it. Go out there. Got all the Latin longs. Bang, you're on it. Just, just spot on. Um, okay. The guys in the land base are going well at. Minamara, they're going well at the old gantry and uh, on the end of Bassey. They've been picking up all sorts of stuff up there. Uh, the farm's been working as well, which is excellent. It's 
it's uh, always been a pleasure to go to that place. I don't know so much now with all the... You're not allowed to take dogs, you're not allowed to smoke, you're not allowed to break wind. Um, all these restrictions that they've got on it now because it's a... Uh, I don't know what they call it, some sort of book area. But... Um, you can still get down the beach there and fish. You can still beach, uh, fish at Stack Island too. Front of Stack Island, good bombie there. If it's flat, go in there. If it's working, don't go near it. It can come up out of the blue and grab that. I think uh, you'd, you'd uh, say that, mate, in your surfing abilities. Yes, the Grant would, yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it can bite you very quickly. Um, what else have we got? I'd say that's about it. Um, I haven't heard much about guys outside getting the bigger stuff. I know they were last week or the week before, but I haven't heard anything this week. And the conditions have been quite good, so there should be something out there. But your mate from North Coast, he said that they'd backed off up there too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe it's a matter of having a look at the water, where the water's run, have a look on the charts. Yeah, he was fairly depressed on the Monday. I was so pumped up. <laughs> he was just, you know, when when your expectations are, are up that high and and it doesn't happen, you know, you're coming back with that sombre feeling, aren't you? Don't you? Yeah, but it's part of it. Exactly. It's part of it. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You can't catch them every day. No, no, no. That's true. Uh, and. They're not going to let us inside them big windmills, are they? We can't go under. No, there's going to be an exclusion zone, uh, and it's quite considerable. It's not so much where, you know, if you thought one or two windmills off the coast or half a dozen, it's the amount they're going to put on and the length of uh, water that they're going to take up. So the area that you're not going to be allowed to go out is absolutely massive. Yeah, that's... Uh, you know, we've got luck by building them right on 67 Reef because it's easy to get to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. but I, we'll, I'm, we'll, I'm, the, the judge is out with, on me uh, yeah. about it. I, I, you know. Question, do they have I, ex- exclusion zones around them on land? I would um, assume so. No, I, well, I tell you I what, e- either way, if, even if they don't have an exclusion zone around them, if one of those blades come off, and we've seen them do that, there's plenty of YouTube videos that will show you that, I don't actually want to be that close to them. <laughs> yeah, but it's like driving down the road and there's a truck coming the other way too, isn't it? Yeah, but they tend to stay on the right side of the road, not the... Sometimes. More often and, than and not. Not all the time. Not all the no, time, no, true. No. Oh, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting one. Yeah, it's a good. It's good on everyone that comes on this morning should have a shot at them about it because they really can't make up their mind what they're doing. You know? <laughs> they're looking for an area where no one's going to complain. I think so far they haven't found one. Why don't they put them over the top of that little white building in Canberra? Oh, that's the go. All the hot air that comes out of there, they've been forever. <laughs> Roscoe, we're going to run. <laughs> Sorry, old guy. Well, <laughs> no, you're day. right. You're Have a good day, Talk to you later. Okay. This is High Tide. It's uh, 16 minutes away from 5. 2SM has Sydney talking. 
Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If all those people were just a little bit less greedy, how much better off would we be? Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio, John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. Right, okay. I just thought I'd give you something to think about. Okay, well, it has. It's uh, got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. What he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. Happy? I know, I'm just saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkeys. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SM has Sydney talking. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decency supply. Coming home, we're coming home. Hi, Mark Taylor here. This year I'm celebrating 25 years with Fujitsu. Get a digital prepaid MasterCard worth up to $450 with any eligible Fujitsu air conditioner. Plus, go in a draw to win a share of $250,000. Come home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. Purchase eligible model by 31st July 23. Claim by 29 September 23. Retain receipts. Permits New South Wales TP02527 ACT TP2300451 SAT22327. T's and C's and exclusions apply. See website. The Lars End of Financial Year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approve purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think outside. G'day, Merv Hughes here. New Farm's been there for Aussie growers for 100 years. Through prosperity and heartache, drought and flame. Through the unprecedented and through innovation. New Farm's high-quality crop protection products are formulated right here in Australia because Aussie growers are tougher together through choosing Australian. New Farm understands local conditions and the importance for Aussie growers to have the right products at the right time. New Farm, Australian through and through. To learn more, visit newfarm.com.au. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Down it is 12 minutes away from five. Now, it, I, somebody I do know has been out fishing because I spoke to him during the week. Oh, weather must be warming up. He's taking the booties He's off. He's been playing with his fly. Bobby Dean, good morning. How are you, gentlemen? Not, He's not a fly fisherman. Morning, Bobby Dean. How do you know, Blakey? You don't fish with fly. That's too finessed for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just have, happen to have about eight or nine fly rods. So, when was, when was the last time you used one? Oh, not that long ago. What's not that long ago? For me, a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get into it, mate, got a message from the old fella. Yep. He's got a new set of rings and bearings. Yeah. Uh, Big Tony. Okay, yep. 
and uh, Ray from Gordon said, "Say, uh, she's all good. We wait for you to get back and start working again." Yeah, good. And get off your ass. Yeah, that was the message. Good, good. Yeah, he will be. There's no problems. Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, you know, don't keep an old dog down for the long. No. Uh, but yes, I did go for a fish. A bit of a drive, more so, more research. And you know where he went? Tell her where you went. Tell her where you went. I went for a little drive, had a fish at PJ, tried a few different areas down there. I hadn't fished it for a couple of years, but one thing I noticed, everywhere I went, there was heavy weed beds in close. It made it very difficult to fish some places, impossible. Yeah. So it's more like a, a, a bubble-type float system in spring, early summer. Fish with motorized worms and the like. Um, then I made a trip from there up to Oberon. Was it cold? Um, no, mate. It was bloody freezing. <laughs> <laughs> some some idiot left his swag at home. That was a bit sunny. On the front porch. Yeah. And I got to Oberon, had a fish, and was only fish about an hour before dark, and I went up, had a couple of beers and something to eat, and well, I tried to sleep in the car, and I nah, this is old. I'll do what I used to do when I was a kid. Young fella, chuck a old blanket on the ground and the old dooner over the top and the pillar. Holy Jesus. His cold. hair froze. <laughs> it was like a rotisserie, except a cold one. <laughs> Man, at about three o'clock in the morning, I'll open the car door and I'll just reach up and grab the phone and see what time it is. I put my hand on the car door and it was covered in ice and I thought, that's it, I'm getting in the car. <laughs> It's like I told you, I, I had some friends. Well, I, yeah, friends is probably not the right word, but some people took me fishing at Oberon in the middle of winter. Yeah, they're not friends. And I was, yeah, <laughs> nah, barred, absolutely barred. <laughs> yeah, that's mate, not friends. Mate, it was a cracking day. But see, with a big high pressure over, no wind, it's going to get cold. Yeah. You know, I've been down at, at um, Bangladesh Reach in this time of year. We had a big high pressure. Fishing was brilliant. First night was minus 11 and the next was minus 13. And then we were doing, sleeping exactly the same way. Except down at Adminderby the second night, we had a massive fire to put a heap of rocks around. Yeah. I dug a big hole, put a heap of rocks in. I had I had a towel. I rolled one rock on it, went to lift it up and burned straight through. <laughs> but it, again, it was like a rotisserie. Hot on one side, frozen on the other. Yeah, yeah. That's so, uh, I remember they said we were up fishing in a in a stream, and they said, "Do you want to go back? Do you want to let's go down to the dam and see if it's any better down there?" I said, "How about we go down to the bay and see if it's better there?" They said, "There's no bay here." I said, "I was thinking of Botany Bay." <laughs> yeah, yeah, but hey, as you uh, you were talking earlier about the current changes and that earlier, yeah, one of my mates Nick, he lives at Shell Harbour, and he was out yesterday, and they had been getting yellows in between forty and eighty metres. And some nice fish up to about 60 kilos. He was out trolling laws. He said the only couple he heard caught yesterday were the blokes Burlian and Cuban and Mott Dayton. So, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, Illawarra's been fishing all right. Blackfish and Bremel nippers. Um, offshore, in that 40 to 100 metre range, particularly from Stanwell Park. Down to the Blamby, this thing's cracked red court. So I don't know whether they're getting on plastic or jeans or bait or what. But now, this thing's really good. And similar reports of Sydney, too, in that same 70, 80, 100 metre depth. But the yellowfin, the tender has slowed down. 
Paul Agging, Taylor, Whiting, Botany, the runway, a few Brim, a few Taylor, Trevally, that's the normal for this time of year. Around the bridges, Brim, a few Whiting, and a few undersized shoes. So, you know, just watch them. Up river, plenty of Whiting, Logano, and further up, right up, you know, Chipping Norton. The one of makes Reno. You know, you know, yeah, ran over the four ninety bar crusher. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he has ran over the bar crusher. Yeah, but the, the boat dealer can. What's the rego of it? <laughs> 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 Sorry, Bobby. You're right, mate. But he went down. What was it? Thursday Arlo after work. Well, his mate Rick and uh, they went chasing some brim and juice. And well, they ended up with what do you say? Twenty six estuary perch. One bass, one flathead, and a tailor. Wow. And a few people out there, it is close seals for estuary perch and, yeah. and bass. Uh, they were returned, but he said, no. He sent me a photo of one that was 44 centimetres, and he said they got quite a few in that range. But um, the boys have been doing all right on the on the Mulloway at times, too. Yeah. Um, they get much out of the harbour. Uh, I've heard nothing from Broken Bay, but they, with those wind farms, you know, like they put that one on Port Stevens. There's at least three tournaments I know, and I I've fished in the club at least twenty times over the year, and uh, tens of millions of dollars they, it brings in alone. That's going to disappear. Yeah, all those businesses are going to go bust. All the accommodation that relies on those tournaments, you know, um, there's going to be no compensation. And what happens at the end of the life cycle of these things? Unlike mines, which got to have a rehab system in. Well, their rehab system with these is you bury them underground. That's what they do. Yeah, well, they don't even do that if you look up in the North Queensland. But with these ones offshore, well, you're going to turn them into offshore reefs. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, look, I agree with you, Bobby. Yeah, there's no problems. They're better than new plastic bags, mate. Yes. Same with solar panels. Yeah. And they, they a typical, you know, jump before you know what's happening. Well, lithium batteries are the same. Yeah, well, they're dangerous. Once they start burning, forget it. Remember as a kid when you used to have the science experiment with a bit of lithium in the yeah. beaker in the water? Yeah. It fizzed up? Yeah. Well, that's what happens when they catch on fire in a boat. I've seen uh-huh. we've seen instances in boats where they burn through the aluminium hull yeah. because if they catch fire, you can't stop it. The heat's in- incredible yeah. coming off them. Yeah, it's not as if you can pick them up and throw them overboard. Yeah, and there's no fire extinguisher that's going to put that out. No, no, no. What well, would you do? Yeah, just on that, mate. Yeah. Would Would you go? What would you do? AMGs for for. Batteries in the boat, yeah, yeah, just AMGs are just normal batteries, Enough. flooded cell batteries, and just yeah. Yeah, they're not too bad. They're cool. easy. Yeah. Well, I, I, wait for sodium ion. Talking about marine batteries, well, I've had marine batteries. Yes. Um, I don't drive like a lunatic anymore. I just get a standard four-wheel drive battery in the back, and it transmits the smoothest ride and waves to the boat. I love how you said any more. Bobby, we have to leave it there, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. 
Yeah, he's gonna want that. Okay, Bobby Dean. He doesn't drive like a lunatic anymore. anymore. I did notice that. <laughs> you know, the thing is, we can all relate, right? We can all relate. Not that I ever drove like the an idiot. You, but... The reason you slow down is because your back doesn't take it anymore. <laughs> no, it's because you're a law-abiding citizen, sir. Your back doesn't take it anymore. <laughs> or a bribing citizen. Well, something like that anyway. Okay, it's coming up to news time at 5 o'clock on the other side of the news. Going to catch up with Stevie Bowler and your uh, your tips for today with John Karakasanis will be on the way too. Please stick around. We've got more coming your way.